0: From the Center for the Study and Teaching of Writing at The Ohio State University, this is Writer's Talk. I'm Doug Dangler. Today, we feature an interview with students who have written the script for this year's Martin Luther King Day celebration with the city of Columbus. Enjoy.
1: I'm Claire Nussbaum. Today, I'm here with Dan Willis, a professional partner of the writing minor um, at The Ohio State University and the director of the Martin Luther King Jr. Day celebration. Um, So, Dan, I wanted to start with you. In an interview with Writer's Talk earlier, you referred to the Martin Luther King Day celebration as edutainment because it was a little bit um, of education, you get a little bit of entertainment. Could you please des- describe the edutaining event you have planned for this year?
2: You know, for years we've been trying to come up with a good name of the type of production that we're doing because we're historically correct. We talk about Dr. King, his history, his, his contemporaries. So it's, it's accurate in that respect. But then also, we need to appeal to audience, our audience, to our audience is 10 years old and, and older. Mm-hmm. So we have entertainment, we have ballet met. We have singers, we have other dancers, we have soloists that sing. So interspersed with the the story that we're telling, the historical story that we're telling, um, we put some music in there. We make it lively and make it fun and make it entertaining for our audience. So hence the term edutainment.
1: Um, The Martin Luther King Jr. celebration has been very dynamic in that the theme changes each year. Would you describe what sort of research is done to choose a theme?
2: One year, when Credit critic Scott King died, it made us think about the wives of civil rights leaders and what role they took in the civil rights movement, so the program was focused on that. (laughs) This year, I felt that after 14 years of doing the program, we really haven't preached very much, and Dr. King, although he had his Ph.D., was also a minister, too, so this year we're going to get a chance for him to preach a little bit so people can see that side of Dr. King and the legacy that he's left us.
1: Um, I'm curious, what ways are you going to have him preach? Is there someone who's going to be reading an essay or?
2: Oh, that'd be boring. Uh, an that essay
1: would be, would be boring. boring.
2: No, we have actors that we hire from acting in oh, Columbus. Oh, really? Okay. And um, we'll have a character, an individual who will play the part of Martin Luther King. And we have excerpts of different speeches that he's done, that are some that are famous and some that aren't that famous. But they we incorporate that into the script so as the actors are acting their portion, we'll do a, a breakaway to Dr. King, and he'll do an excerpt from a speech that tells a story. Like the Birmingham Letters, we're doing that.
1: Right, right. Um, we're so doing I've Been to
2: the Mountaintop, his last speech that he wrote. So the audience will get a chance to hear his words.
1: Well, that's this really year. The,
2: the theme is um, Guided by Faith. We're not talking about just the religious faith that the whole movement had, but also that humanistic faith that people had, their faith in humanity, their faith in their community, and their faith in themselves. And so we're trying to show our audience, where do you pull that faith from when you're isolated? You know, how do you keep your mission strong? So that's what we're talking about this year.
1: Today I'm joined by Meg Stentz and Sierra Swanson, who are also um, fabulous writers for this for this production. Hi. (laughs) Um, I have a couple questions for you both. Um, How were you made aware of this internship opportunity?
3: We're both a part of the professional writing minor. And so the last part of that is an internship. And so Sierra and I both opted to do our internship for the Martin Luther King Jr. celebration.
4: And actually, um, Dan came and spoke at our class last quarter. Um, It's like the Humanities College 450 class that um, you have to take before you can do the internship. Um, And Dan was one of the guest speakers, and he kind of gave a little (laughs) self-promotion. And it was when he was talking about the play and his passion for it that I really decided that's the internship I wanted to do.
1: Um, what, What mostly appealed to you in the internship description? Is there something about the writing style or...?
3: Um, What I like about it, Dan talks about how it's a youth production, so he has youth involved at every level. So he mentioned Ballet Met, and so there are actually like young people choreographing and doing those dances. And so um, he cares a lot about young people being involved, and I think that's really neat and ties in nicely with the um, legacy of Dr. King, that it's up to the youth now.
4: My reasoning was more for the creative writing aspect. A lot of the other internships were much more structured, were much more in like a corporate environment. And I've had other internships that were marketing and communications and those types. So I really was looking for a different kind of opportunity and I thought that the creative writing aspect of this um, production would be really fun and a good way to kind of end my senior year.
1: Would you both describe what the writing process was like for the script?
3: It's a lot of writing and rewriting, so um, so there are three different scenes, and Sierra and I each have our own scene that we work on, and then we collaborate on one. Um, my scene in particular was a ton of rewriting, especially during the research stage, so we're focusing, on in my scene, on the Jewish community and their connection to the civil rights movement and um, finding one figure who was really worthy of standing beside Dr. King and... Um, rallying the civil rights movement took a lot of rewriting
1: were there any specific skills that you pulled from class that you used in your writing
4: um i definitely think that being an english major helped um doing the research was a big portion of that literally we didn't write a single word for probably the first three or four weeks because it was so much of learning about the different scenes we kind of picked that up pretty easily like what each scene was going to be about but the actual research and getting to know our characters and be able to write in their voice took a long time so I think that the research part of it was definitely something that as an English major I had kind of already done before. Mm -hmm.
1: Did you learn anything from this experience that was different from what you had experienced in class? Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 <laughs> Emphatically.
4: <laughs> so um, much. I mean, I definitely think that this is very different than a classroom experience. Um, a lot of the times, and even different than many other business experiences that the inter- like the different internships that the writing minor offers, um, it was very creative, very collaborative, um, and a lot of onus was put on myself and Meg to be responsible for our portions because we only meet um, one time a week with Dan. So um, it was very independent, and we spent a lot of time researching, a lot of time writing and rewriting and editing And going over that and working together and trying to fit all of our, like, ideas of what the play should look like into, like, one cohesive idea.
2: You see, even though I come up with a concept, we still have to find viable alternatives to insert into the program. And the research that the ladies have done, some of the things that we found out didn't work. Some of the things did work, and some of the things needed to work a little bit better. And so once we figure out specifically who we're going to talk about in conjunction with Dr. King, we spend a lot of time trying to figure out what is the exact story you want the audience to hear. Is there a logic to it? Is Mm a historical time sequence to it that's important? All those things to help the audience grasp it. Because one of the things that's very wonderful about this program is that each year it's a premiere. We never repeat the show. This is my 14th year, and every year it's all brand new. Now, the structure of the program is the same or very similar every year, but it's always new. So there's nothing for the writers to fall back on other than that structure. So the research is very important because oftentimes in business your boss says, I want an article on this. You know, he or she doesn't give you all the information. You have to do the research. And then the discussion comes for what is logical, what works, what is attractive, what is interesting. Mm -hmm. We had a discussion a couple weeks ago about if the person in your scene or your act is sitting across the table from you, why are they interesting? And if we can answer that question, then our audience hopefully will answer that same question, too, because they're going to go, why did you put this person on stage? Why are you demanding my attention for an hour? what's so valid about this person? Right. Another piece that they work in that's very important too is not just to tell a story, but also to have a moral to the story. Um, years ago, I was asked by somebody, a young person, say, you know, it's a great story, it's really cool, it's 42 years old, but why is it important to me? Mm-hmm. And so not only do we tell the story, but we always have, why is it important? How do we challenge our audience to make a difference in our community? How do we challenge our audience to make a difference within themselves? And so as they write, they write to that purpose. So when that act is done, the audience member knows somebody they've never heard about before. They hear about somebody they've heard about before in the case of Dr. King. And they know, maybe I can do that too. Because we learn by example. Right. So I'm very proud of the fact that as we've written the three different scenes or different acts, that they follow that pattern
0: for the audience. And it works very well. You're listening to Writer's Talk from the Center for the Study and Teaching of Writing at The Ohio State University with our guests, OSU student scriptwriters for the Martin Luther King Day Celebration from the City of Columbus.
1: Um, From what you're saying, I I gather that you encourage the audience to volunteer with their time and um, their talents to give to the community. Um, are there are there any volunteer opportunities that you, you would encourage them to join well, in the Columbus area?
2: there's always volunteer opportunities. I mean, we always look for people who can help us out with production. Um, and they can call Community Relations Office, area code 614-645-1993 and leave a message and I'll get that message from them at 614-645-1993. Um, but I think the most important thing for us is, is getting families down to the program. This is a free program offered by Mayor Michael B. Coleman, the mayor of Columbus. Mm-hmm. And he feels it very important that we not only share the legacy, but we energize that legacy so that the young people today, as well as older people, understand and never forget the value of Dr. King and what he and his contemporaries had on our society. So they have a mar- we start with, uh, at City Hall with a march. People bring their banners, and we're hoping that a lot of OSU students from their organizations will bring banners to join us, um, come across the bridge like Dr. King did um, in Selma, Alabama, for the Edmund Pettus Bridge for voting rights. He, he marched there. They come into Veterans Memorial. At about 535, we have the students who won the MLK Oratorical Contest. We have a young student who's going to sing the Star Spangled Banner. A lot of fun pre-show things of younger children who have been involve themselves in Martin Luther King. Then we go live at six o'clock on CTV, which is the Columbus channel for um, Mayor Coleman's uh, Columbus channel. Oh. And it goes from six to seven o'clock, but it's free to the public. You know, they just come down we give them a ticket as soon as they come through the door. How it's,
1: wonderful. It's really good. As OSU students, we appreciate free things. Of course, we do our <laughs> so, best. Yeah.
2: But that's Mayor Coleman's gift to Columbus. He feels that this is very important. And there are a lot of activities in Columbus going on that day. But he feels that this is a culmination of all the activities that happen in Columbus at Veterans Memorial at 300 West Broad Street. So when people come, they know they're going to learn, they're going to grow. And the other part of the writing that these ladies have done is not just the script itself, but our program, our printed program, is an educational piece. In it is bibliography information, information that that the writers felt was important but didn't fit the script. That's in the program, too. Oh, okay. So that parents and students can read this and reference it and find out more or what we call the rest of the story Mm -hmm. um, about our program so they can learn and grow that way as well.
1: How neat. Um, Did either of you work on the design of of the pamphlet that was being handed out, this program? That's me. That was you, was all me. Dan. That's me. I
2: do that. I sit in the corner in the back and kind of program all this stuff out. Um, one thing that we started this year with Dan Gray, who's the chair of the theater department here at OSU, we have two students who are going to be designing our stage for us.
1: Oh, how neat! And I met
2: with them last week, and we're very glad to have Trent and Marnie on. on They're going after their MFA um, on board to design our stage. Now that we have a script in place, we can give them some idea of what we're looking for
1: on our stage. Um, I'm assuming you both will be present during the production. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is there no. any way that you are, are you going to be performing on stage or giving a
4: speech? Um, I believe Dan is going to drag us on stage afterwards. Um, <laughs> take our own little <laughs> bow. But besides that, no, it's going to well, we're going to be on stage the whole time. It's going to be our words up there. So um, right. that'll be our presence on stage. But besides that, I do think we're going to get the embarrassing, like, take your bow portion of, <laughs> of it. Of
3: course.
2: Well, one of the benefits of this internship is not just the experience and the opportunity to work with me, which I know is wonderful, <laughs> but the other side of it, too, is as seniors at OSU and, and the writing minor, they get a DVD that has them listed as a TV writer. Right. They're listed in the printed program as a TV writer. And what I say to all the students over the last nine years of working this program um, with the CSTW is that no one can ever say that you were not a television writer. You're in the credits, <laughs> and we drag, <laughs> <laughs> we drag you out on stage We drag on stage to prove it. And I think that that's a wonderful credit cred that you get for your, your book mm-hmm. as you go through any job that you're looking for, that not only did you do the internship, but you did it to completion. Mm-hmm. That's a tremendous success right there.
1: Um, aside from the DVD of the program, what else will you both take away from this experience, whether it's like... Like an object or an idea?
3: I think it's been um, a great experience to write collaboratively. Like that's not something that you do in an academic setting, but it's definitely something that you would do in a real world setting. Mm -hmm. So um, typically there are three people who do this internship, so we would each have our own scene. But Sierra and I actually um, collaborated on the second scene, and it's Dan's favorite for both Mm -hmm. of our genius being there.
2: (laughs) Oh!
4: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely think collaboration, um, working with people who necessarily don't share your ideas. I've had to, me and Dan have gotten in a couple of fights about certain <laughs> scenes about where we should take it. And I always have to justify my feelings about it. Right. And I think that that's a good idea, not just to have an opinion, to have an opinion, but to know why you feel that way about it. Um, and then I also think time management has been huge um, because a lot of this is independent. So if you don't do your research or get your stuff done, when Dan asks you a question and you don't know it, you start to kind of feel like an idiot. So <laughs> knowing that like, time management is so important and being able to like, motivate yourself to get the work done, I think is really important and will be important in the future.
2: One of the things that I hope that the students leave with, and this is why I usually talk about, we have a lunch after the show um, in January, and we have a lunch with the actors and the writers and they oh. have a chance to talk to each other about how did it feel from this standpoint, why did you do to deliver the line that way, have that kind of after-the-show discussion, which is really good. And what I hope that you take away from it is that you learn not just how to write a script, because you both were very good writers, otherwise we wouldn't have considered you for this, but you learn the process. You understand research. You understand discovery research. Oh, wow, maybe these two things are related kind of thing. We talked a lot about movement, so it goes off the paper to somebody moving around on stage. We talked about the audience response to it. And this, through the collaborative process, you go the full circle of understanding the writing process. We talked about the audience response. So when you're in the business environment, you just don't think about using your creativity and writing something. You think, hmm, how is somebody going to read this? How is it going to look in a month from now? How will it apply to the history of this company that I write for? So you learn the whole process and not just one piece of it like you usually do in college. That's what I hope you take away from it.
1: Well, related to um, what you took away from it, what was your favorite part of the experience? Of this internship,
2: be careful.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Dan. But aside from Dan, I think that my favorite part really was like the people we worked with. I working with Dan and Meg. There were like last week. I was crying laughing in our meetings <laughs> what? because like there are certain times that like we really are just kind of silly about it we take breaks and like we aren't always serious about what's going on and we'll make jokes and i think that that atmosphere really is the best thing i think no matter what job you do the people you work with really make the experience so that was my favorite part
3: Mm -hmm. i would agree i think um my absolute favorite part i mentioned that my scene we took forever finding like a concept and so on week six, when Dan was like, all right, let's choose this guy, I was like, hallelujah, (laughs) went in the hallway, cried. (laughs) (laughs) Wrote a script, and we've been moving forward since, but like working really hard at something and then having it like pay off.
4: There really were like those aha moments and the epiphanies, and those really were great. Those were the best when everything just seemed to click together, and you're like, finally, everything, like all of our hard work is paying off.
2: And what I liked about it was, again how you see the civil rights movement, how you sing, see the legacy of Dr. King, because you see it from a person who's 20 years old, and I see it from a person who watched it on a black and white television as a very, very small child. <laughs> 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 you know, and so, so my remembrance of it is different. My application of that legacy is different. But you look at it from a historical standpoint, and then you couple it with what's current so that people are challenged to make a difference in, in our, our lives. Um, I think in one of the first ones I shared with you, Muhammad Ali said, our rent for walking this planet is community service. He doesn't Mm -hmm. say what, he doesn't say how much, but our rent for walking this planet is community service. And that's been incorporated into this speech, or the, the three acts that you've written. So I've had a chance to share with you some of the facts and the history, but then you make it very current and make it approachable for people to sit and listen and understand, which is a tremendous gift.
1: Um, In what ways has the story of Dr. King become current for both of you?
4: Um, I think that for me, um, it was the in-depth knowledge that I gained about him and his life and the whole movement and his legacy that was really different, because I think there are certain things that everyone kind of knows about Dr. King, and the I Have a Dream speech is huge. Things like that that are just well-known, like, general facts, but through this internship and through all the research we did, we really got an in-depth knowledge to where when you were writing scenes and you were writing dialogue for him that he didn't necessarily say you could say it in a way he would have said it. So kind of like getting in his mindset was something that was very unique to this process.
3: We also focused a lot in our scenes on young people and like what young people can do. And so, um, that takes like thinking a lot about like the attitudes that motivate Dr. King and also the people who surrounded him and his movement. And so, um, seeking those out and particularly in the Jewish faith I think has been really interesting um, because all these things that we found in the history of our research are also still here and as part of our program Dan wants us to write like how the movement is still continuing um, the relationship particularly between the Jewish community and the civil rights movement and so thinking about how these things still exist has been really interesting.
1: That also seems like a way it would uh, broaden the audience and make it more relatable to different groups of people. Mm
4: -hmm. Very much so. I think that each of our scenes kind of will um, kind of attract a different portion of the audience. Mm -hmm. Um, And a big thing that we put in the script is that, like, at the end of each scene, there's almost a sense of, but it didn't stop there. And that's one of our big, like, uh, in addition to faith, that... The movement never stopped that it's still continuing to this day and that's a big takeaway we want people to have
2: and from a writing perspective act one has meg's voice act three has sierra's voice and act two has a combination of the two so when the audience sees act one act two and act three they're not going to be carbon copies of each other right so, you know, the, the two writers, when they in their, each of their acts, they wrote them a way that they felt that they should be written. So there is a variety, there is a difference in, in how they're expressed. Mm-hmm. The meaning, the purpose, the history, the logic, the intrigue, the interest is, is still there with all three acts. But the audience will not be bored by any stretch of the imagination because each act brings something new and takes our audience the next step the next step, and then the next step.
0: You're listening to Writer's Talk from the Center for the Study and Teaching of Writing at The Ohio State University with our guests, OSU student scriptwriters for the Martin Luther King Day celebration from the city of Columbus.
1: Where do you guys do most of your writing for this internship? Just another question.
4: Personally, um, I'm a comfortable, bedroom, like, chilling on the couch kind of writer. I cannot stand the library. It's, I don't know, oppressive to me. (laughs) I just, I don't like the quiet, the silence, so I really am one of those people that I'll sit down with my laptop and hang out on the couch and do my writing there, just when it's really relaxed and I just kind of, like, let it flow.
3: I have to sit in a hardback chair at my kitchen table. Um, because I threw my desk away, so my oh. bed would fit in my room. <laughs> um, yeah, so I always sit at my kitchen table and make everything be silent. My roommates don't talk for a few hours, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I write there.
2: I never knew that. All fall semester, we've talked, but we've never talked about yeah. how you actually write. Yeah. That's amazing.
1: Do you think it would affect your voice, the the setting in which you write?
3: I don't know. I like I have to have consistency, so Dan likes to review our scripts um, Tuesday by midnight, and so I have class on Tuesdays until eight thirty. So I come home straight from class and spend eight thirty to midnight sitting at my kitchen table before I send everything out to him. Um, I think I would probably have a breakdown and not send you my script if I was sitting on Sierra's couch.
4: See, that's funny because I'm like a fly by the seat of your pants. Do it when I have time. Like, I I don't necessarily. I, I like quiet and I can do that sometimes, but I don't know, sometimes being able to like move and come back to it and take time away really helps me out. And I, I think that maybe that does affect our voice. Maybe mine's, I don't know, more relaxed and colloquial or something. I don't know. I'd have to look at the script and see if that played out, but I definitely think that's a possibility.
2: Another interesting phase you talk about, voices changing, is that when the actors take the script and add their professionalism to oh, it, it's yeah. going to change again. We spent a lot of time talking about each of the characters in each of the different acts, so that as a director, myself as a director, I can coach and direct the actors in accordance to what the two writers see those, those characters being. Mm-hmm. And, but still, I can coach to a point, but the actor brings his and her experience to the role and, they, and their interpretation. So what you write and what direction you've given me may kind of change a little bit once it gets on that 75-foot by 32-foot stage down at Vest Memorial.
4: Mm-hmm. I kind of can't wait for the actors to get a hold of it. I'm done catching <laughs> flack that I don't have a good Brooklyn accent when I'm trying to be
2: <laughs>
4: Israel Dresner. So, or that I don't have a newscaster voice. So I'm ready for actors to get a hold of it. You're supposed
1: to inhale sooner. Oh, that's it. That's it. (laughs) That's that's my mistake. (laughs) Would you like to demonstrate? (laughs) I'm just kidding.
2: (laughs) (laughs) One of the things that helps us when we tell this story is we have Angela Pace from uh, uh, WBNS TV. She's a community director there. She was also a newscaster for years. And we have Mike Jackson from NBC4. He's a newscaster there. And what they do is they help tell the story kind of like the Greek chorus concept. Since right. this is a premiere every year for our audience, I feel it's important that we kind of hold their hand as we go from one act to the next act to the next act. So what they do is they, the, the writers write this. They write the setup for the scene, for the act, and then the actors act it, and then they do a wrap-up to that act to kind of bring closure to it and put the period at the end of it and then set up the next one. So it really helps, and with them being broadcasters, it really gives a certain professionalism to our program mm-hmm. that amateurs can't do. I mean, they've been a front of the TV for years and years and years, and they both are very proud and pleased to be a part of our program each and every year. They've been a part of it ever since I've done it. And they look forward to it each year. So, again, we do what we can to take the whole level of this production, to a professional level that the audience sits on the edge of their chair going, wow, what's going to happen next?
1: <laughs> I'd like to thank our guests today for joining us on Writer's Talk. Do you have any closing remarks? No, thanks so much. It was great meeting you. Yeah, thank you for inviting us. It's nice to meet you guys, too.
3: Well, I have
2: closing remarks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want to say thank you, and I also want to extend the invitation to all the students at Ohio State University to, rather than just taking the day off, come down to the program and see what our wonderful OSU students have written for the Martin Luther King celebration. If they have banners that they want to bring that represent their fraternity or sorority or other student organization and join our march, we encourage that as well. But we want them to come and enjoy and learn about our shared history. A lot of times people think of Martin Luther King as an African-American person, which he is. But his legacy is really for everyone. So as we write the show, as we express the show, we talk about our shared history as a community. And as long as we think of ourselves as a shared community, then we will continue to grow as a shared community, not a divisive community. So again, I extend the invitation to all the students here and all the professors to come and see what the students have done and learn something. New knew about Dr. King that they probably didn't know about beforehand and get a chance to meet the mayor as well. So that invitation is open. Uh, Again, tickets are at the door for free. The show starts at six o'clock. Doors open at five o'clock. If they want to do the march, the march is at four o'clock from City Hall parking garage to Veterans Memorial. And then we do the the show. So we cordially invite everyone.
1: Well, thank you for um, joining us today, Dan Willis and all. And um, I just wanted to remind everyone that the Martin Luther King Day celebration is January 21st. From Writer's Talk, I'm Claire.
0: You've been listening to Writer's Talk from the Center for the Study and Teaching of Writing at The Ohio State University. Today's guests were OSU student script writers for the City of Columbus Martin Luther King Day celebration. More information on this event can be found at www.writerstalk.org. Until next time, this is Doug Dangler. Keep writing.